I think it's appropriate to take some time to even grieve the person of the past because you're not going to take everything with you. Welcome to a Hurts Like a Mother podcast, where we celebrate the joys and pains of motherhood to share the message that we aren't alone in this journey. I am Megan Hansen, mom to six-year-old triplets, registered nurse, and certified integrative health coach. All right, welcome back to another episode of Hurts Like a Mother. Today is Friday. Woo! <laughs> Fridays really don't mean so much when you have kids, but I'm just going to say happy Friday because that's a nice thing to do, right? <laughs> These episodes air on Tuesday, so if you're listening on a Tuesday, happy Tuesday to you. Hope you have a splendid week. I'm going to be talking about something that I've been thinking about for months, and when I say months, I mean it. <laughs> so I left the bedside last July, so July of 2022, to pursue expanding my health coaching business my baby. And I got to tell you to leave the bedside was incredibly liberating. Like badass bitch to the umpteenth degree feeling pulsing through my veins, like middle finger to the man, <laughs> all of these wonderful things. But yet my primary clients are nurses. In fact, 95% of my current client load are nurses. And after a few weeks of not working in the hospital, I started to feel like a nurse imposter. Like, am I still a nurse, even though I'm not at the bedside? And how can I make content about being a nurse and living in a healthful way if I'm not at the bedside? Now, I know there are many nurses who don't work in the hospital, but this was a mental block that I found creep up on me due to my change in my work environment. And I discovered I had an identity shift and I felt like a complete imposter when I would make content related to nurses, especially related to shift work, meal prep, coming home after working a 12 hour shift because I didn't do those things anymore. I have the luxury now of not having to do a ton of meal prep. I still do some because that is like a lifestyle thing that you have two cooked proteins in the fridge at all times. You have vegetables in the fridge at all times ready to go. You have extra emergency backup stocks of frozen veggies as well. You have other carb sources. You got your potatoes, sweet potatoes. Like these are the basics. This is lifestyle stuff that doesn't go away just because I stepped away from bedside. I felt an incredible block when I would try to make reels or make posts about shift work when I wasn't a shift worker anymore. And I don't know how many people can resonate with that. And so I didn't want to bring it up because I was afraid, well, of, of actually coming to terms with my emotions because that's hard to do, right? <laughs> like who wants to look at themselves in the mirror and really come to terms with the, the inner workings of their brain. That's hard. And sometimes who has time for that? But it is the most important thing to do. But I have to realize this. You are more than where you work. 
you are still a nurse. And this is what I tell myself. It, it is about who you are as a person. So as a nurse, we put people first. I still do that. As a nurse, you educate your patients and you have best practices based on research. I still do that. I no longer have patients, but rather I have clients now. So I think taking those things into account that yes, my job is not at the bedside, but I still have all of the tenants of being a nurse in my life and in my work. And I will always be a nurse in addition to always keeping up my, my certifications. I will always be a nurse at heart because it is in your blood. And once you're a nurse, you're always a nurse. I think the same applies to law enforcement and other first responders that once you are living that life and living those shifts and living with those traumas that go that go with those jobs, it becomes a part of you and your soul and your path will always be imprinted with those experiences and those memories. So this is something that I'm still dealing with. And I've even thought of going back to take like a very small part-time job at the bedside for different reasons. But there's something that I'm not quite ready. That's not something that I'm not quite ready to do yet. So it's tough. And I'm putting this out there just to be transparent as well as for my therapy, because I don't currently have a therapist, but I need to get one because let's be real. Nobody wants to have a business, have a home life, have three six-year-olds who drive you insane and not have a therapist. Like I need one on speed dial ASAP. So you guys can be my therapy session today. I appreciate you listening. And if you feel like billing me, go ahead, send me your bill. Because uh, this is honestly stuff that I would talk with my therapist about. And so much clarity comes from just speaking your mind. And I felt like you would be the right person to talk about this today. So I appreciate it. I think this can kind of be extrapolated to any kind of identity shift, whether it's a job change or a job loss, you know, with economic change, there's layoffs. And I think COVID brought a lot of clarity to people in terms of what they wanted out of life and what they want out of their jobs. And those changes might lead to job shifts and new identities in that regard. And I think it's appropriate to take some time to even grieve the person of the past because you're not going to take everything with you. And I think that's okay. Woo. All right. <laughs> not going to cry on the podcast, but anywho. I don't know who told me this originally, but sometimes to get to where you're going, to look ahead, you have to grieve a part of you from the past and grieve where you've been. So I think that's where I'm at right now. So thank you for coming along on my journey. 
I love each and every one of you.